If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? Welcome to week two, episode two of the Jordan Poirier podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in. Once again, I got a cool show for y'all tuned up, man. I heard a lot of conversation uh, from my podcast last week. It was my first one. So bear with me. I'm going to continue to work on it. I'm going to continue to get better. Um, I got a cool show for you guys today. Um, I I wanted to start breaking things down to this little segment. So uh, my first segment I'm going to get into is the Big Dubs Breakdown. Uh, We're going to be breaking down the game from the previous week, win, loss, draw. Uh, I'm going to break it down for y'all how it went. Obviously with the bye, we're going to go in a little bit of detail what I did on my bye weekend. Um, We're going to have the factor cap. Factor cap. Basically, there's some media members out there talking some, talking some things. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to see if those are facts or if it's cap. So we might get into that. Most of it's just gonna be my opinion, which is my show, so I can have my opinion. It doesn't really matter. Um, and then we'll get into some media question or some uh, some questions from y'all, some questions from the fans, uh, stuff that I got from my podcast last week. So um, I'm excited. Uh, once again, this is episode two. Week two of the Jordan Porter podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in. I got a nice little setup too. Look, I did, you know, I kind of hooked it up a little bit. Uh, I mean, I did what I could with that, with, with what I can. You know, my house is South Florida. I'm excited, you know, after after we get to the Super Bowl and, and do all that parade stuff, you know, I'm excited when uh, I get back down to South Florida and uh, I actually have a room set up for something exactly like this. Like, yeah, my, my dream not my dream, I guess, but I, I did want to start a podcast, and, you know, it was cool, the volume allowed me to, to start doing my own podcast, but I had a room down in South Florida, my own room, that was set up specifically for this, so in the off season, when I continue to do this, um, it'll be a lot more cool than this, I'm going to still continue to work on this one here, we'll get it, we'll get it figured out, um, but you see, I got my golf bag out there, uh, big golf guy, if you guys didn't know, I'm a big golf guy, uh, you know, I'm right now, I'm playing at about a handicap uh, 11, um, you know, in the off season, I can get it down to probably six, 
solid six. One of my goals is to be a scratch golfer by the time I'm I'm done playing. So, um, or not by the time I'm done playing. When I retire and I have time on my hands, you know, 10 years down the road or whatever, when I retire and I got time on my hands, I want to become a scratch golfer. I know that sounds a lot easier said than done. Golf's hard. Uh, golf, a lot of you out there who know me know I do like to golf. I enjoy golfing in the off season. I do believe that there are a lot of similarities in golf and football, in golf and in sports and life in general. You know, I think, you know, it's almost like, you know, you hit a bad shot on the golf course and then, you know, you can't turn that bad shot into into two bad shots. You know, it's like you hit a bad shot, you got to figure it out. How are you going to get yourself out of trouble? How are you going to get yourself, you know, to set yourself up for something better than what you started off? So I do enjoy golfing in the off season. Um, it's frustrating, very frustrating at times. Uh, you know, some when some days you go out there, I've shot, I shot, I never broke 80. I've shot 83 times uh, in my life this last off season. Shot 83 times, never broke it. I was a three foot putt away from breaking 80, and I just I left it short. Yeah, we'll talk about that another day. But you know, it's a, it's a fun sport. But you know, when you're hot, you're hot. When you're not, it's a long day on the course. Anyways, we get into the. Uh, a little bit more of the podcast, uh, the Big Dubs breakdown. Like I said, obviously it was a bye week for us, so I got a lot of time. I had spent a lot of time with the family, a lot of time. I didn't go anywhere. I was finally cleared to fly um, on Wednesday, Thursday, and I, th- I just thought by the time I got down to South Florida to see my home, it would be you know, I would just have to get back on a flight and come back up here to Buffalo. Uh, so you know, I spent a lot of time with the family up here in Buffalo. Uh, golfed a little bit. I was cleared to fly, but like I said, I stayed stayed up here. Um, you know, I'll, I'll save South Florida for the off season. It'll still be there. Uh, but I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it. Took my daughter to uh, to the to the mall, to the Buffalo Mall. Went to Urban Urban Air, uh, the the bounce house. Went to dinner, Texas Day Brazil. At, oh, we got to talk about something, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you know, I love I love being out here. I love playing out here. I love these fans out here. It's an amazing, amazing atmosphere. I'm out at dinner with my with my daughter. My daughter's five. We're out at Texas Day Brazil. And you know, it's the it's the ones you you flip the card over when you're still hungry. You turn it over red when you're full. So where she's having a blast with it. All she wants is the is the sliced pineapple, the you know that the 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 hot pineapple that comes out. It's a little sugary and some ribs. That's all she wants. She don't want no salad. She don't want no mac and cheese. Just the ribs and the pineapple. Me, I'm I'm eating everything. It's all good. Um, I'm in there with my daughter, and I can already, you know, Bills fans are Bills fans. I love y'all, but you know, I'm in there with my daughter eating dinner, and it's I I I don't mind taking pictures with fans. I don't mind at all. And the first is, but it's like a it's like a ripple effect. It's like a ripple effect. Once the first fan comes up, the rest it's like everybody else thinks it's you know I'm at dinner with my daughter trying to enjoy my bye week. And, you know, a, a young lady comes up and is like, are you the starting safety for the Bills? And I, I was, you know, very nicely, yes, uh, yes, I am. Oh, can I get a picture with you? Yes, yes, that's cool. Take the picture. Thank you. Um, but it just starts a ripple effect. And now, you know, it's another lady coming up. I don't mean to, I don't mean to interrupt your dinner. And it's like, at that point, well, miss, you're interrupting already. So, you, you want a picture or not? So, I'm taking this picture, but... In the day, Bills fans, I love you. If you just let me eat my dinner first and, you know, wait for me a little after um, after the dinner, that'd be great because it was probably – it was like a, it was like an autograph session. Um, and my daughter's just sitting there looking at me like, Daddy, what is going on? Uh, <laughs> so, um, 
I had to talk about that. I had a great time. You know, like I said, I love the fans out here. But if you ever see us out, you know, it, it's just I, I love to go out. I love to be out and about. I love talking to everybody. It's just I, I you know, I wanted to address that because the the ladies was nice. The the especially the older lady. If you're listening, I lo- I love you. You didn't do nothing wrong. Um, I just wanted to express how we feel. You know, as when we're going out at dinner and enjoying time with our family. Um, you know, I feel like that, that's that's my time, and I and I like and I like that, and I like to be able to, you know, if you want to be wait wait for us outside afterwards, I would love it. I would love nothing, nothing of it. But my five year olds got to ask me when we leave, Daddy, what the heck was that? I thought we were going to dinner. And I'm explaining to her, you know, Daddy plays football in Buffalo. That's just how it is. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I had to get that off my chest. Uh, sorry if you feel some type of way, but that's just how I feel. Other than that, played a lot of golf. Vaughn and I played out, went out a couple times, played some golf. Um, Vaughn's getting good on the golf course. It's very, uh, it's cool to watch. And then he started betting, and he started getting better. <laughs> we started playing for push-ups. And he went bogey for bogey for me on the back nine because I was playing like garbage. And he went bogey for bogey for me on the back nine. I think I owed him like 30 push-ups, 60 push-ups after that. Um, but he's getting good. It's fun to watch. Uh, and it's, you know, you see a guy like Vaughn Miller, superstar on the field, and he goes out there and he's on the golf course. <laughs> it's funny. It's cool. It's cool. Because I seen him when he, he was first started playing. We first came out here to Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a long day out there on the golf course, but he's getting good now. I, I got my brother in here on the call, too. I didn't know if he wanted to chime in. He very sports analytic guy. He knows everything, every stat about everything i think up from nba to the nfl so let's get into the segment fact or cap fact or cap my brother actually came up with this i kind of like it uh you got a, like i said i got a lot of media members out there act like they know the games most a lot no uh, yeah i would say 50 50 know the game um some just talk about the games and and you know others have played the game talk about the game some just talk about the game Respect everybody in their, in their industry and in their profession. Um, you do what you do. This is my show, so I can have my own opinions as well. Uh, Dan Owasi said Tampa Bay is done. Who? Um, look, I've been in this league for 10 years. And to go up against a guy like Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, in which we'll get into in a little bit, and to say that he they are done um i think that's cap because just of who tom brady is and you could say whatever they want the struggles this way i mean i saw mike evans he dropped the it's just unlike that's just unlike him i mean he catches that ball probably nine out of ten times he's wide open in the middle of the post he drops it i'm sure he wants that back i'm sure he catches that ball nine out of ten times probably ten out of ten times you probably never see him drop a ball like that again and so to say tampa's done um, I definitely just can't can't stand behind that opinion. Just playing, y'all want to know a crazy stat? Is this is this is pretty wild? And in my ten year career, I've played Tom Brady eleven times. Um, obviously the I've been in Buffalo. He left Buffalo last year. Was in Buffalo four years, four eight, and then I played him three times when I was in Cleveland. I'm zero and eleven against Tom Brady. 0 and 11, and then I mean, say what you want, I don't care. The man I've seen, we were down. No, we were up by two touch. Two, we were by, we were by 17 points, 
with two minutes and 17 seconds to go in the game. And we were playing, I was in Cleveland, we were playing in New England, and he came back and won the game. I, you can go back and look at the game, look at the highlights. It was in 20, had it was my rookie year in <clears throat> in Cleveland, so that was 2013. And this, the, I mean, just the methodical way he came back. I'm not saying that's who he is now, and you know, but Tom Brady is still Tom Brady, though. Um, and guys, not just him, but guys around him. I believe that he's able to bring guys around him and make them better and make them step up. And they might not have, they, they, they might, yeah, they could be struggling these last couple of weeks. But Jeremy, I believe you brought a stat up to me, to my attention that in the last, the last two times that he started in a losing record going into week seven, that he's made it right to the here. playoffs. Yeah, no, I got it right here. In Dan Orlovsky's, uh, in his defense, the last time that Tom Brady was had a losing record going into week uh, eight um, was 2002, which was the last time that he missed the playoffs. So, to be fair to his point, I get it, um, but that is that's no- fair. Okay, I read I read that stat wrong, man. That's fair. That um, I mean, like I said, that's a fair opinion to have. But I'm as a player and as someone who's seen 12 go to work and as and I mean, I wasn't. We were in. I was in high school. We were in middle school when he was, uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It, it's, I mean, are you the greatest quarterback of all time? And to just count him out this early, that's tough for me. Pat McAfee said these refs, shout out Pat, my dog, said these refs can't be asking for autos. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw the situation. We'll bring up Mike Evans again. Mike, shout out to you, man. I know you guys are going to turn it around, bro. Keep going. Keep grinding. Um, and, and you know the there's been some speculation or there's been some you know this that or the other about what was really you know the the whether the ref asked for an autograph or if he gave him his his phone number so that he can get golf lessons. Uh, did we hear that? We heard that. I know we heard that. So I was a little. It was either way. Pat, you are one hundred percent right. Rest like if I lose a game. And I'm walking into the locker room, I'll, and ref, I don't care if I know you, if we cool, if we, you know what I'm saying, if we hang out in the off season, if we do anything, please don't come up to me and ask me for nothing. Pat, you're right. That's a fact. You Bryce can't be coming up asking for nothing after the game. You at least got to wait until or do something. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you till the off season. Give <laughs> me one thousand. Shannon Sharp said, "Cussing out Kyler, or uh, Kyler cussing out his head coach, telling him to calm the f down is a big deal." I mean, look, man. I don't know. I don't know the situation. I don't know what was said between you know the two. That's that's tough, man. I mean, you don't ever want to show up your coach, um, and and you don't ever want to, uh, you know, you don't ever want to be put in a situation where you got to feel that way. So I mean, you know, out of frustration, I'm sure he was frustrated in that situation. That's tough, you know. Um, I don't necessarily agree with uh, the way he handled it. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure they handled it behind closed doors and and, and figured it out, um, you know. But I, I think there's, you know, we, we play we play in a game where it's a lot of it's a lot of emotions out there, you know. It's a lot of adrenaline going, a lot of a lot of emotions out there going. Especially, you know, if things aren't going your right. It's tough, you know. And so I think being able to handle that um, is is one of you know one of the things about being you know being a pro. And 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 I'm sure, like I said, behind closed doors they handled it. You know, obviously the TV camera caught what it did and everybody else wanted to make speculation about it. But at the end of the day, 
you know, this is a football game. There's a lot of emotions out there. Um, I'm sure it was handled, like I said, behind closed doors. I wanted to get your opinion on this. Do you think this new, newer generation of players, because, like, I, I guess how we were raised, like, you can get mad all you want, and then you could yell at your coach in the locker room, but you can never do you can never do that in in public, to where he can where he looks like he, you know what I mean? I I, I maybe the, like he's standing his coach up in yeah, a way. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and I think I think it could go both ways. You know, I th- I think, you know, and, you know, as a coach, you know, I've heard a lot of coaches. You never want to you never want to stand your player up. You know, in front of, but it happens. You know, it happens. It happens both ways. You know, coach gets upset. I've been I've been cussed out before, and it's just like, at our level, you know, that shit just happens. And we're grown men to be able to say, look, like we were like I'm like. I was frustrated, you know, I was frustrated. This is how we going to handle it moving forward. Look, like, we good. Obviously, some stuff boils over the top, you know. I, there, I mean, there's been some stuff obviously carried over, but at the end of the day, you know, we grown men out there. We're able to handle it. Um, you know, obviously, it goes both ways, you know. You never want to stand your coach up. Um, you never want to stand your own teammates up, you know. It's a play. Something happens. You think you see a lot of, you know, young guys in college. You watch college football over the weekend. I see balls going over guys' head. You know, teammates turn around and be like, you know, palms up. Like, yo, like, nah. Like, we we going to figure this out on the sideline. You, you ain't got to stand your teammates up because, you know, at the end of the day, you fucked up. We fucked up. You know, we all we all in this together. So, um, like I said, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, with how we handle it. But they they handle it the way they handled it. And grown men go handle it like grown men. They figured it out. You know, they going to move on to the next week and try to win a game next week. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, so this last segment, we're in the last segment. I appreciate everybody for tuning in to the week two um, episode of the Jordan Porter podcast. Might have to come up with a name for it. The Jordan Porter podcast just sounds eh, kind of like like the Big Dubs podcast. Maybe that's yeah, y'all throw me some podcast names like the J Poe Twenty One podcast. Or I saw I saw a couple cool ones like the the Fourth and Goal Big Dubs podcast. You know something like that. Y'all throw some in the comments. Um, some of the questions I had though, uh, so these are questions from y'all, uh, questions from the fans. If you have any questions, I'll do this every week. These are the, um, all the fan questions you drop them in the comments. I uh, got our producers, got a lot of people working on getting, uh, get me to some, the top three questions. So here we go. First question is with a team, uh, with a team this good, how hard is it? And next week I'll get the names down. I didn't write the names down for the questions so I can shout you guys out. Uh, for tuning in, I just thought about that right now. That would have been really cool to have. Um, so next week, starting next week, I'll shout you guys out on here. If you got a good question for me and it pops up, um, ends up in our segment, I'll give you a shout-out. Um, but the first question this week, with a team this good, how hard is it to sit back and compartmentalize this season, uh, taking it one day at a time instead of looking forward? Um, that's a really good question, actually. Um And I think, you know, in life and in ball, really one day at a time is all you can can look at, is all you can look forward to. Um, You really only promise that day, you know, and, you know, especially throughout my throughout my alcohol sobriety journey, um, I really learned that one day at a time is, you know, you you can't you, you can't look too far ahead because then you're looking too far ahead. You're not worried about, you know, what's important right now. Um, and so, you know, when I was going through that, that's, I'm still going through it when I'm going through that sobriety journey, you know, I couldn't think of, you know, um, you know, oh, in, in a month I'll, I'll have been, you know, X, Y, Z sober. I'll have been, you know, two months sober. You know, I had to think of, you know, today and the next day and the next day. And every one of those days piled up into now I'm two and a half years sober. Um, you know, but that's just taking one day at a time. And it's the same thing, you know, on the football field, uh, you know, win, lose, draw, uh, being able to learn from the, learn from all of it and, and move on, you know, that's the, that's the roller coaster of a season, you know, you have highs, you have lows, uh, but being able to stay on a certain plane the entire year with the highs and the lows, uh, you know, they always say it's cliche, you never want to get too high, you never want to get too low, that's in a season, that's in a game too, you know, the NFL game is literally 60 minutes and every game comes down to literally the last play of the game and so being able to you know whether you have whether you're playing good or you're playing bad you know that's just the next play you know the next play the next play you know because in the end it's all about it's all that's all that it's about is the next play you know you could be had missed two tackles early on and you know maybe missed the 
pick and you sitting there soaking about it all game and and now the the game goes by and you know now the the game's on the line but you still sitting there thinking about you know the plays before now nah, you got to be able to to move on from that the good bad and different you know you make a good play in the game you get a I get a pick I got to be able to reset myself I got to be able to get back to the sideline and say look okay good play but like this is a situation now like you got to be able to do that um, win, loss, or indifference. So, yeah, I understand we have a good football team. That really doesn't mean anything, you know, right now. <laughs> if you want to keep it a buck, like, it doesn't mean Jack did leave nothing right now. We got to worry about, you know, today's Wednesday, October 26th. We got to worry about, you know, tomorrow, Thursday. Well, obviously, right now I'm getting my rest, get my sleep. And now when I wake up, how am I going to attack tomorrow and make myself better, a better person on and off the field? So, um, that's really how I look at it, and I know you know that's a lot how a lot of guys around me look at it, um, because you really can't you know dwell on the past or or sit too high on the past, you know, because now you're losing focus on you know right what's right in front of you, and and sometimes you know it's 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 easier said than done, um, but in this league and and it's just like Aaron Rodgers coming to town, everybody's saying. Oh, you know, the Bills going to do this or the other. This Aaron freaking Rodgers coming to Buffalo, New York. I don't care if they got a high school JV team. He's taking snaps from under center. That's still Aaron Rodgers. And he, like, it's, we're going to have to play well to win. Like, we're going to have to play extremely well to win um, on defense. I'm talking. And, and to be able to, we got to tackle, we got to communicate, be and, you know, use our crowd, use our energy because still that is Aaron Rodgers. So, like I said, being able to focus in on tomorrow um, and then we'll worry about Friday when it gets there. We'll worry about Saturday when it gets there. And before you know it, Sunday's going to be here. Uh, but you don't ever want to look too far ahead. We'll go to the next question. Um, how's how's my body feeling overall? Um, I feel good. You know, I stayed, like I said, I stayed out here for the bye week. Um, I enjoyed yeah, it. was actually sunny out here. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was talking about last week how, you know, like you guys really, I don't know what y'all did, but you brought the sun out here in Buffalo and I loved it. Went golfed a couple times. Um, ribs feeling good. Lungs feeling good. Um, foot's feeling good. Elbows. It's, it's feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm ready to go. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Uh, last question. What's the toughest part about a long season in the NFL from a life perspective? Um, you know, you just, you're gone so much, I guess the toughest part, but at the same time, your family, yourself, yeah, everybody understands, you know. Um, I guess the toughest part is, is you know, you know, my daughter, she's five now, and, and I come home Wednesdays and Thursdays and, you know, get home 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, you miss the whole day, and, you know, that time, you know, you just want to kind of chill, watch your film, uh, but then you also got to, you know, play around with your with your daughter, and, and you know, it's this, it's, it's this constant it's uh it can be very mentally draining it can be very mentally draining if you don't know how to compartmentalize your life uh you just got sh shit going going on all over the all over the way it's it's it to me that's a lot tougher so i've been able to learn how to you know the the important things i'm i'm able to do and stack the you know like i said i've I stayed out here during the bye week just because I wanted to spend time with my family. All that time that I missed, you know, going to work and on the road. Um, but then you get the off season. You know, the off season is awesome. You get to spend so much time, almost too damn much. You just it's a, a full time dad. You forget what it's like to wake up in the morning and 
you know, daughter's up at 7 o'clock, ready to go, ready to go swim out in the pool and just run around all day. So, um, you know, it has this, has this, like I said, being a dad, It's uh, there's no book to what it's like to be a dad. I absolutely love it. Um, you know, and we're, she's out here in Buffalo with me, so she goes to all the games. Um, it's really, you know, this is what I do. This is what I love. I enjoy this, this the position that I'm in. I wouldn't trade it for anything else, so. Um, Aaron Rodgers, like I said, coming to town Sunday night football. I am very hyped. Um, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be electric. Bills Mafia, we need to hear you. Um, I can't wait. Um, we're wearing the all blues. <sighs> wearing the all blues. That's 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 nice. That's nice. All blues is gonna be nice. Um, gonna go get ready to play, man. Uh, about to go watch some more film. I appreciate you guys for tuning in to week two. Episode two of the Jordan Poirier podcast. Like I said, drop some names in the comments. Let me see. I mean, I might like something that pops up. But uh, other than that, appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll see you next week. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.